Back to Podcast Radio. I'm Andy. I'm Joe. And that's the new October intro. Of course, we'll go back to regular next month. But yeah, we got to stick with it the up vibe. a vibe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's if we can put it on with all the technical. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so that that this week was we did uh, played most the whole thing just so you can hear it because it's the beats of our regular uh podcast but with a spooky twist yeah with a spooky twist so it's it's basically the same thing but just a little bit yeah so if you're still listening now thanks for going past that torturous one (laughs) minute i liked it i thought it was good thank you (laughs) (laughs) anyway so uh this month or this month will be all halloween themed fun stuff not anything that's really that out there, of course, a few of the subjects we did find some weird stuff, but of course, we got to keep it weird. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll do a question. I printed out a bunch of questions, so I thought we can answer a weird Halloween question every week. So, if you were given the death penalty and you got to choose how you died, would you prefer which would you pick? Electrocution, lethal injection, hanging, or firing squad? Whoops. Oh, oh man. Uh, probably lethal injection. You like that? I don't want to get shot. Because then I had the chance of somebody missing. No, they're pretty good. Are they? I mean, they ain't that far away. But I'm probably... The last guy that kills me, I've already felt the ones hitting me in the leg, the chest. No, they do all... that. Like when they did in the military, they'd always do like a heart chest shot. Everybody's shooting at the same... Like these are sharpshooters, dude. That just made me nervous thinking about it. No, and then okay, electrocution power would go half out, halfway into it, and I'd be alive. Like cooked, yeah, just cook you a little bit. I'd just be broiled. Mm -hmm. No, the injection. Hey, at least it's gonna the needle. You'll just fall asleep. So way I'd want it, and and I'm not joking. I would want no blindfold, and I want a firing squad, and I want to look. Okay, I'm gonna watch you guys. You're gonna kill me. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm, I don't want no blindfold. I just want to be like, yeah, let's go ahead and see. Kill an innocent man. Just full disclosure, we didn't discuss this <laughs> So I'm looking at him like, why would you do that? Because it'd be instantaneous. Bullets in your heart. Like, if you got 10 guys lined up and they're all shooting at your heart, you'd, you ain't going to feel nothing. And see, by you saying this, somebody's going to tell these guys, hey, shoot for like the legs and arms. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just to piss him off. Yeah, really. Kick, 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 and I'd be like, "Get up, Andy!" <laughs> <laughs> well, this week we're doing the 
Halloween history. So we found, right. we just found some things in the past that were different, you know. Um, I was looking up old news articles, like how they celebrated Halloween, and uh, one from a nineteen nineteen newspaper in the United States, and the advertisement was "Hurrah for treats of Halloween, donuts and cider sweet." So that's from a children's poem, I guess they had back then, but it said for many decades. No Halloween party was complete without donuts, especially paired with cider. And it even has an advertisement. Donuts? And cider. I'm like, that's weird. Police officers (laughs) were the original trick-or-treaters? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know they had to be. They came up with it. And then from 1922, Vermont, there are certain goodies associated with Halloween, according to this article. And they have cider donuts what kind of donuts the article specifies we do not mean donuts made from a yeast dough but a rich cake like donut and then two decades later cider and donuts were still going strong i found another one from 1940 and 44 it says halloween halloween party always means donuts and cider and from 44 you can't beat traditional donuts and cider for a halloween treat I'm wow. like, weird. That doesn't even sound fun. Uh, well, I mean, I would like the donuts, but well, yeah, that I'm, I'm not really a cider guy. Does it mean like just apple juice or what's cider? Uh, you, yeah, I guess you can make it from all different kinds of things. Oh, okay. I've, I've had cider, but I don't really care for it too oh, okay. much. Yeah. No. What about you? You get any, any uh, history? I did, but you know, I went, I guess, a different route with mine. I was just trying to find the origin of this whole thing Uh and it's funny because i went to three different places of course i did not use wikipedia we went to check some history sites and britannic and whatnot and it it was somewhere in all these articles they've all said something similar like and that's what they think started this Mm. or they uh, they assumed this would have been the origin of that nothing definitive thank you nothing definitive at all and i thought that's so wild where did it get turn twisted or where how did it evolve into this i mean they did dress up um they were referring to a lot of these sites were referring to this as uh Samhain. oh Samhain, yeah yeah and so then you had the ancient Samhain, Samhain monsters myths of the Samhain, the middle ages and it just goes on and gone on. then it goes into saying but then the christians took over and i'm thinking what where all hallows eve all this other stuff. And I, I was really just trying to find where it forked in the road, mm-hmm. what it started at and when it started going one way. And that's, I like what you had there because it was, it seems real innocent and in, in whatnot. When I was a kid growing up, how I grew up, we never celebrated Halloween because you're going to hell. If you do, mm-hmm. you'll be left behind. <laughs> and if you heard our rapture podcast, you know what that meant. So, and we didn't celebrate it. So I'd always have to go with, of somebody to help with their kids or whatnot. Then you go to the hospital and they x-ray it and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty much all I knew about Halloween. And growing up, I was told it was a devil's birthday. Christmas is for Jesus. Halloween is for the devil. Mm -hmm. And then looking at this, it was a lot of Celtic uh, origins from the bonfires. It was to welcome in the last end of summer, the welcome in the, the new season. So I could see where it had a lot of, like, those type of traditions, mm-hmm. but I still can't find where it started turning into the, you know, the 
ghosts and whatnot. They did wear the mask to ward off all the bad juju or whatever. But then I want to know what it turned into everything I read from the bonfires to the, the Sawin monsters or the myths or the Celtic, you know, torches and games or festivities to the Halloween store selling lingerie to oversized people. <laughs> Where did we go to that? I, I, I'm trying to find how it's started. Even- just yeah, a how it evolved ago. a couple of years ago. <laughs> everything's recent. Yeah. If you've heard our shows, everything's recent. <laughs> We're ahead of our times. The fatties and in, in, in the sexy lingerie. Yeah, that's definitely recent. <laughs> yeah, we can't use the word sexy. The, the, those in the lingerie. But it's, and then it's, Stretching the, it out. you see all the memes. This is a time <laughs> where people can dress as provocative as they want. And it's oh, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, how did that tie into the Sawin? <laughs> festivities killed i mean so you never you've never found a satisfactory fork that answers your question not yet not yet <laughs> and i'm not done looking because we have a whole month we have eight shows to do so i'm still going to keep digging because i found what they assumed or thought was the beginning of x y or z but in in researching some of this stuff it was uh towards the end of this one article it says it starts a whole thing where Sawin merges with halloween mm. But at the beginning, it said this was the origin of Halloween. So uh, that's where I think maybe we have the the infamous fork in the road, but yeah. nothing de- definite yet. Well, another uh, thing I did I wasn't aware of the divination games were really popular in America, and they originated, of course, in Britain. Um, First, the games that foretold a person's love life were especially popular on Halloween. Apples were used in a number of them. And one featuring an apple, um, you would take an apple and apple peels were used uh, to find out who your future love is going to be. So, and uh, one is... Mentioned in a newspaper article, for this love spell, a person peeled an apple in one long strand, spun it around their head three times, and then dropped it over their shoulders. And the fallen apple peel would supposedly form the initial of the person's future spouse. Wouldn't that always be an O? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always like uh, <laughs> a oh, lot man. of Olga's or Ofra's. I don't know. Getting... <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> targeted back then <laughs> and then another halloween divination game and this this reminded me of something that they do here is baking a cake that had various charms mixed into it like a ring coin and a button the charm that a person found in their slice of cake was supposed to indicate their future the ring meant a happy marriage the coin meant riches and the button meant a hard life and so on some new p- Newspapers even printed recipes for these charm cakes. So they got love superstitions for Halloween. But I'm like, man, I'd be the button guy. You're getting a button every Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting the hard life, baby. (laughs) Oh, man, I wouldn't want to play any of these games. (laughs) I know. But don't they have a cake like that for, uh, for, Hispanic people, they they put plastic thing in there, like a baby the and, toys. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never, I never even uh, knew that was a thing until I moved here. Really? Yeah. Never heard of it. 
And see, and I recently, the newest thing I tried, and everybody says it's very popular, a fruitcake. Oh, yeah. Something. Have you, did you like it? No. Yeah, it's like a doorstop. It, it's like it had weird stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And I like cake. I'm a big boy. I like cake. Super dense and it, heavy. And yeah. It's got weird stuff in it. It's not yeah. supposed to be in it. Yeah, the joke is that everybody just keeps mailing the same fruitcake to everybody else. <gasps> no one ever eats it. Really? Yeah. So it's a bad thing to get a fruitcake? Well, I mean, I don't I didn't know a lot of people that liked them. My my dad would eat them. I like them. Really? Yeah, I'll eat them. I'll buy you fruitcake. Oh, well. I, I don't like them that much. <laughs> <laughs> so then in that, okay, in looking at that, then you had Christianity who jumped in on this whole thing in the 5th century and they moved the day to May 13th to cause a separation. We've talked about on recent how recent things are in our podcast we talk about how a lot of these things what people think are so old and whatnot they're recent then that Sawin united with wicca just in the 1980s that's when that took another foothold and it went a different way with celebrations and of course the traditional fire ceremonies and celebrations and you know basically uh embracing all the modern halloween as far as getting people to kind of just drop their guard a little bit to say, but it's, we just do this. Oh, so it's Wicca, like white magic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and I know someone who practices Wicca and it's, I, I asked this person about it and they got mad. I was just asking. Oh, like it's secret information. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, sorry. Uh, I was just asking to ask, but it, it took a lot of weird turns, but I don't, I, it's Christianity jumped on board for a little bit, it seems as they're saying this in the ninth century with Pope Gregory, and all of a sudden it ended. That's that was the end of their movement. Mm. They didn't try anymore or anything else. They just kept it. Y'all do your thing. We do our thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I still like. I'm stuck with. You know, where did you come from? Where did Halloween. you go? Where did you? Where, where did you come from? Halloween. Where did you come from, Halloween? Because yeah. there's so many different versions <laughs> of it, you know? Uh, you know, Charlie Brown, that's probably yeah. the most, you know, uh, solid source right now. Uh-huh. You, but the dressing up, of course, to scare off, then welcome the new stuff. I get that part. But dig a little deeper. I mean, even other holidays are kind of confusing. Oh, yeah. You know, when the disciples, I guess, saw the empty tomb, one guy says they ran back to tell everybody hide the eggs because Easter egg. Easter Bunny's coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how did this all get <laughs> tied in together? So, yeah, I love how we're starting all this month with the origin of this and history of it. What other games and stories did you have? Uh, well, then, uh, pranks, I guess, were pranks and vandalism are still part of Halloween in some parts of the U.S. They used to be much more common and even expected on um, Halloween back in the day before. It was like candy and dress-up time. So every year, newspapers would print warnings from local officials cautioning children not to get in trouble on Halloween. And every year after the holiday, newspapers would report on the pranks and vandalism that the kids had gotten up to. So soaping windows was really popular, you know, getting a bar of soap and rubbing it on there. And then basically you're just like ghosting out the whole window, uh, you know, on like businesses and people's houses. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. And an article from 1926 reported that automobile window shops, house windows, all glass within reach was generously soaked or more annoyingly waxed. Because, you know, once if you're rubbing just oh. a soap bar on there, 
it's not like you're just going to spray some water on it and it's going to come off. You're going to have to use some elbow grease. So I know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not mischievous. I wouldn't have known that. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and one from 29 confirmed that soaping windows seem to be part of, hol- of the Halloween ritual. So, and then here we got, <clears throat> I'll put some uh, articles on there. Police determined to halt Halloween pranks of boys. Soaping windows was like the number one thing they love to do. Egg in a house or toilet paper and trees. And- yeah, it eventually morphed into that because okay. more articles on pranking, I guess back before everybody had cars and stuff, range from hanging wagons from trees, <laughs> dragging farm equipment into the middle of the road, or tearing down fences and putting up a teacher's cow on the roof. Well, man, is this Amish Halloween or what? <laughs> That's funny. Hanging a wagon? <laughs> yeah. And they had ones where they would take apart a wagon and then they would put it together like in, in a school or something. Oh, my gosh. You know, like a car you yeah. know, from the so 70s. I could see that. So, darn it, Jedediah, uh-huh. they put our cow on the roof again. Whoa. Those, these guys went all out. Oh, yeah. They had fun. Oh, gee, pranksters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was all the articles that I could find, but I did find how you may you know how to say that Dia, ah, del Mu- Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's a good one because we'll talk about that this month for sure throughout all through it. So it says how that was celebrated in Latin America, and apparently, uh, All Souls Day, which takes place on November 2nd, is commemorated with a three-day celebration that begins on the evening of the October 31st. And the celebration is designed to honor the dead who, it is believed, return to their earthly homes on Halloween. And then many families construct an altar to the dead in their homes to honor deceased relatives and decorate it with candy, flowers, photographs, Samples of the deceased's favorite foods and drinks and fresh water. Often a wash basin and towel are left out so that the spirit can wash before indulging in the feast. And you've heard of this? Oh, yeah. If if you out there don't know anything about this, just watch Coco, the cartoon. Oh, is that what that is all about? It's all, that's exactly 100%. Oh. So, again, that's a big portal. You're opening doors to different things, but yes, um, they would put out the uh, pictures and gifts and whatnot and candles, and that's the day that they remember their loved ones, mm-hmm. and that's they come back and, hey, you know. Um, some people will have a picture of the soldier on the horse, and they'll put a cup of water there, an actual cup of water for the horse, and after a while, they're like, see, the horse drank it. No, it's called evaporation. <laughs> <laughs> the water left. But it's, uh, yeah, that's all. Now, in Mexico, where they'll have these uh, ceremonies, some of them are very, very colorful and really pretty. And it's really neat how they dress up. And then it has its dark side, too, where it's very creepy. And uh, they take it a little further into things. Oh, and mm-hmm. but they'll have the colorful uh like celebration in the streets and then yes. behind closed doors it's something totally different or they tell me it's another part of town they'll have the oh. uh, darker side of these things because typically everybody when they think day of the dead is paint their face mm-hmm. of course like a skeleton but not colorful clothing and celebrate and remember your loved ones and that's that type of thing so it it has its 
both sides are still death, but one has a colorful welcoming. This is fun, you know, mm-hmm. great food, family comes together, whatever. The other side, very ritualistic and uh, summoning type vibes. So when you're setting up one of those, uh, like, altars in your house, is there a lot of sp- spiritual, like, problems? Oh, yeah. In that in the areas that do this, like in their houses, they're all haunted. They're all have spirits and weird stuff. happening. They all have activity. Oh, every one of them. But to them, it's normal and it's not it's normal, unusual, and it doesn't scare them. No, it, typically, if the I've heard stories where somebody will get scared, a child gets scared, parents, grandparents, just it's okay, mijo. It's just your tío, tía, this whoever. It's okay. Let no just treat them right, or and it's like no, it's not that. Oh, but, weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. My 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 grandmother, she always had all her candles and everything lit up in, in her vanity type thing. There were always, always a full-fledged altar type thing going. And she lived here? Yes. In, oh, wow. Very creepy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, well, that's a uh, flavor of the month. We'll uh, get into some subjects in particular. And um, if you guys have any suggestions... Uh, we do have room for one or two more. If not, we're just going to plug it in. So uh, give us a five-star review, like, subscribe, share on uh, Spotify. Till next week. <laughs> <laughs>